Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you are in the world today, I welcome you to Wow! What a Show. Here we are one more time. We're reading through the book of Proverbs, and I'm excited to do so. This is a series that we have entitled Apples of Gold. It is written in the book of Proverbs that a word fitly spoken is like an apple of gold. And the Proverbs are definitely words fitly spoken because it is the wisdom that has been imparted to us through the inspiration of God to and through Solomon, the king. So we're just going to get right on to it because um, it's Friday night and I'm sure that this is kind of the night that everyone looks forward to when they've worked all week. And they kind of want to relax and just kind of lay back, you know, have an easy afternoon. But there are 31 days in the month and there are 31 chapters of Proverbs. So we have determined to read one chapter every evening and every day, one chapter every day, morning and night, except Sunday. So we shall do that. My name is Phyllis. I am the host of the Wow What a Show podcast, which is the live Outreach for Rehoboth Institute of the Arts. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, light touch. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here so I don't have to be totally by myself. (laughs) This is good. Praise be to God. So here we go. Like I said, I am Phyllis and we are indeed uh, in the eighth chapter here. And we're going to finish up. Our reader this morning was light touch. And I'm so glad to And I'm so glad that she's here again tonight. So uh, let's move forward. You want to read Light Touch? Are you going to come up to the... I didn't send you an invitation, but I think I can now. I can. And you can become the co-host. And therefore, everyone will be able to hear you reading. Thank you so much for being here. We've enjoyed these first eight chapters of of uh, Proverbs. And remember, the first chapter tells us exactly who wrote it or whose Proverbs they are and the purpose for which Proverbs was written. And then we get warnings uh, about, excuse me, not living the um, a righteous life and following God's law. Oh my goodness, I, I'm having hiccups. I'm so sorry. So um, we are going to proceed. Uh, this morning's reading was very, very um, good. And Miss um, Benona did, did read for us. So yeah, here she comes. I sent you an invitation. Uh, please follow along with us. Now we've been reading from the King James Version and it can be a little, uh, you know, difficult to hear and to read if you're not accustomed to it. We we have read from it because it is the, you know, it's the one that we were raised on pretty much. I, I have and read all the time the King James Version. So just kind of stay with us a little bit, you know. Um, and if you have any questions, of course, uh, ask those questions and we'll be very glad to translate our our. Um, answer them in whatever way we can. So, you feel like reading, Benona? 
Or would you, or you could read half and I'll read half this evening. This was a rather long chapter, so we can divide it up. All right, that works. What do you say? Yeah. Can you hear me? Can't hear her, can we? What'd you say? Can you hear me? Okay, I hear you now. Mm -hmm, I do now. Okay, so I'll read from uh, verse 1 through... Um, let's see, I'll read to uh, 20, 1 to 20, and then you can continue uh, till the end. Is that good? Okay, great. Uh, now I have to remember I'm reading. I'm going to read verse 22, and I am also, 20 also, and then I will I will give it over to you. And to everyone who is joining us now, we say welcome and thank you for coming. We are reading Proverbs Chapter eight, and uh, it is we are reading from the King James version. So here we go. Okay, now turn my page back. Doth not wisdom cry, and understanding put forth her voice? She standeth in the top of high places by the way in the places of the paths. She crieth at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in, at the doors. Unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. O ye simple, understand wisdom, and ye fools, be ye of an understanding heart. Hear, for I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. For my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are righteousness. There is nothing forward or perverse in them. They are all plain to him that understandeth and right to them that find knowledge. Receive my instruction and not silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogancy and the evil way and the forward mouth do I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me, kings reign and princes decree justice. By me, princes rule, and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Riches and honor are with me. Yes, durable riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yea, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I lead in the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of judgment. That I, that I may cause thee that love to inherit substance, and I will feel their treasures. Forgive me, I just finished the sentence. Go right ahead. Okay. The Lord thee <laughs> in the beginning of his way, before his works of old. I will set up from everlasting, from the beginning, or ever the earth was. When there were no debts, I was brought forth when there were no fountains abounding with water. Before the mountains were settled, before the hills 
was I brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth, nor the field, nor the highest part of the dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the earth, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he gave to the sea his decree that the waters should not pass his commandment, when he appointed the foundations of the earth, then I was by him as one, as one brought up with him, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in the habitable part of his earth, and my delights were with the sons of men. Now therefore hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. Hear instruction, and be wise, and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gate, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whoso findeth me, findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. Hmm. All they that hate me love death. Yeah. Powerful ending to such a, yeah, a, a spoken um, counsel, the spoken counsel of wisdom. We immediately see that the counsel is being spoken literally by this uh, character, wisdom. Now, of course, wisdom is not a real character. They, wisdom can't really talk. But the fact that God saw fit to lift it up and cause it to have its voice is to give it import into our own lives. Wisdom is speaking. And that's what we have heard throughout the reading of the Psalms. Wisdom speaks. And this morning we had such a good time talking about the different ways that wisdom does speak. Uh, in this, in this uh, chapter, wisdom says that they are in the, you know, in the places of government. I, I can't quite, they are all plain to him that understand. Let's see, by me, kings reign. That's where wisdom is. Counsel is from wisdom. And um, let's see, uh, my fruit goes to the Lord. All these places that wisdom said, I can't even believe it. Unto you, O men, I call, O you simple, understand wisdom. Yeah, I, couldn't, I can't see where where she all, uh, the wisdom starts to tell where she's located. But she's at the gate. You know, she's at the entry in the high places, right? At the entry of the, of the, um, the, the city. So those cities had gates, you know, they're walled cities. So wisdom is everywhere. Wisdom is absolutely everywhere. Uh, and I was telling how I used to, um, go out after work with a young lady who would drink herself every time she would drink herself sick uh, beer she drank beer and she would throw up and just throw up 
and how strange that was for me because she was one, we all worked together and we would go out, you know, on the four to 12 shift or what it was. And we would leave, you know, the job. We were, we were on a big university campus, a big hospital. And so there were places you could just walk around the hallway and, and go into a cafeteria, a little pub-like thing. And, and we would sit there and laugh and talk and she would drink and drink and drink. And then she would throw up and throw up and throw up. And I just thought it was the strangest thing. And then on the other other hand, another young lady who would uh, work with us and we all gathering there, she would eat and then go to the bathroom and put her finger down her throat and throw up as well. And she would always ask me to go with her. And I just couldn't kind of understand what these uh, ladies were doing, these young, we were young. You know, I was only about 20, I don't know, I was in college. But wisdom was speaking to me as I watched them do that. Cause I thought to myself, how do you continuously make yourself ill like that? And it was so disturbing to me <laughs> that I soon quit the job. I just couldn't take it anymore. And I didn't know how to, no, not anymore. So you see, this is this is what I what I believe this this uh, the constant repetition of wisdom crying out and wisdom speaking. I think it's even in in those things that are so strange and 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 so perverse in their way. You look at it and you think this is not normal. Who would do this to themselves? Well, now we know that the young one who was throwing up every night had bulimia. We, that was bulimia. I, but I didn't know anything about bulimia at that time. But bulimia is, you know, for all intents and purposes, a, a mental condition. She didn't, she was very thin too. So she's trying to maintain her weight. You know, she didn't, and she was in a marriage, an arranged marriage that she didn't want to be in. And she was always talking about this guy that she had married. I think she was unhappy. And then the other young girl there in school, I don't know that she was even going into classes or not because she was working and then she was drunk or sick every night. Anyway, that wisdom spoke to me and said, this is not your lifestyle. This is not something that you can uh, cope with, you know. And then... Uh, <laughs> the smell. She threw up in my car one night, and that kind of did it for me. I'm thinking, I, I, I really can't do it. I would take her home, you know. She stumbled out to the car. Oh, Lord, I said, no, Lord, this, this is not working. And the only way I knew how to fix it was to just not go, you know. Just, I, I just didn't go back to work at all. I, was, I quit after a while. I think I may have worked there may, maybe four months. I doubt it. But anyway, because that you know, we, we all got along and we were very happy. So wisdom is is the part of your observation that warns you whether whether you know God's word or not. There's just some things that just don't work right. And you if you if you yourself are not doing it, of course, you if you're caught in it, you can't hear wisdom once you allow yourself to move into it. So I was raised in a home and the warnings about a drunkenness and you know, uh, a perverse living had been given me. And though I didn't escape everything, I was I was really, as I escaped that. And it might have to do with, with really my aversion to somebody else's uh, regurgitating. 
because that's something I just cannot, I, I don't do that well, you know? Um, so I turned back. But, um, That's right. I tell you. Yes. And you're right, Pastor Thomas, who uh, meets us every Wednesday night at eight o'clock in a session titled In All That Getting, Get Understanding. Now, he has written a whole series of studies and uh, the titles will blow your mind. But he is passionate about God's word and using God's word, well, learning it, literally taking it in so that it is a guide to your to your life, right? And uh, the, the point I was making is that God has given us sort of a, uh, a recognition of him anyway. His glory is everywhere. And when things are out of order like that, when when you observe the actions of people, you actually do know right from wrong. Uh, even if you choose to do wrong, you still know right from wrong. And watching these ladies, yeah. mm -hmm. go on. Right. Yes. And right, we all have a, a a sense of right and wrong. We have a conscience, you know. And so when things are facing you now, we're talking about wisdom meeting you in the streets, crying out at the gate, being in high places, uh, princes ruling by kings, ruling uh, justly by wisdom. Also, it is it told us in these verses that wisdom was at the beginning, that God fashioned the world with wisdom. And that wisdom is evident in the fact that the world is in perfect balance and order. The Psalm 19 that I quote all the time, the heavens declare the glory of God every day. Every day that glory is present 
If, if the sun shines, it's there. If it rains, it's there. If there are no clouds and it's overcast, the glory of God is there. If the snow falls or the sleet comes or the winds rise, God's glory in, and glory is the shining. It's that, it's that thing that, um, the, that characteristic that uh, makes something uh, fantastic. It is majestic. It is awesome. That's God's glory. I call it the off-shining of his presence. The off-shining. So God is present all the time and his order is around us. And we can see it in the heavens. The Bible says that same psalm, day unto day, utter speech. Night tells knowledge. There is no place in the whole world where a speech is not heard. And the firmament all around us shows his handiwork. And, you know, we, we hear the tweet of birds. We see the beautiful, nothing like a field of wildflowers. I mean, just nothing to be compared to that. Even when I plant a garden, you know, with choice flowers and you go out and buy and pay money for these flowers, they still do not look what like what I saw as a child running through the open spaces of the land I was born on and all those beautiful butterclumps and all those beautiful uh, forget-me-nots and all those beautiful wildflowers right? Nobody plants those. God lets them grow. And they come back year after year after year. You're going to see them. The blackberries that grow. You know what I'm saying? God is everywhere. And so that order and the beauty is, is present. And that is also formed by the wisdom of God. The same way these Proverbs have been given us even though it says in the you know book one, these are the Proverbs of Solomon, and he's writing them to his son as a warning to take heed. All of that is God-inspired. God gave Solomon the gift and uh, the gift of wisdom, and he's speaking back, and it's really written to all of us. So where wisdom speaks, it is uh, wisdom is brought to life is given the characteristic of being able to talk to us because ultimately, right, that's what is happening. When you remember, when the Holy Spirit brings back to your mind those things that you need to know, ultimately, that is the voice of God. That is the voice of wisdom. I love it. Okay, mummy, let's see, fine evening, mummy's blessings. You are right, absolutely, Tony. And we have high... PBG three three one nine three E six seven. That's very long, but I welcome you. <laughs> I do welcome you too. Wow, what a show! And then, then we have um, Donnie is here. Yes, I did send a message, and we have J T B W E. You know that in uh, God bless you all mm -hmm, for coming. We welcome you and invite you to to send in, you know, use the chat and type in your comments. We have read from Proverbs chapter eight, where wisdom is speaking. And then, um, you know, the, the whole that whole dialogue there where wisdom is explaining who she is and explaining where she where she is and, and explaining 
what she has been up to <laughs> since the foundations of the world, right? And then she, uh, we go on into um, the warnings, which are, let's see, now therefore hearken unto me, verse 32. Hearken unto me, listen to me, O ye children, for blessed are they that know my ways. Oh, Tony writes, I just want to thank God for today putting in this position. We have a yearly student conference called Youth Employment Summit, Empowerment Summit. Um, yeah. And I have been picked up by the school authorities to be a part of the student speaker. Oh, Tony, congratulations. Congratulations. I thank God for showing me that. Whatever I dream, it's possible. You are right. You know, that's another thing that, yeah, glory to God. Tony, you, you know, I think you're a very deserving young man. May the Lord God walk with you through the through this and give you a powerful very impacting uh presentation and may those who hear be impacted to the point of making adjustments so that they come to know this very wisdom that we are talking about and they will know Jesus Christ be uh, accept his redemption and make the kinds of impact in the world that first of all we need and that the Lord is calling Tony to as well. All of you who, you know, believe by faith that God is able, let's just give him thanks for what he's doing in Tony Rich's life. Yes, I really do. Tony um, gave us, yes. Thank you, Father. Amen. It does. And he's no respecter of persons. He is able to give it to anyone who who asks and who comes to him. So uh, Tony gave us a, a, a tremendous testimony of what, a couple of nights ago, and we're also completely blessed by it. And a part of his testimony was just what he wrote here. He says, the Lord has shown him that whatever he dreams is possible. And that's it. That's the word of God. I will give you the desires of your heart when you abide in me and I abide in you. You can ask what you will and you will receive those petitions. That's from the 15th chapter of the Gospel of John. And that is what Tony is attesting to. And that's what we also understand that wisdom is bringing us to. If you've studied the book of Proverbs, you've probably heard that the the, the Proverbs themselves, which we, we've gotten into a few of them, but we're going to, you know, it's going to get heavy every chapter. It's going to just be one little saying after another, one proverb after another. But they are, as, as much as the word of God is inspired in other places, so are these. But they say they're, they're not promises, they're probabilities. But I say also that if God has spoken and given the direction, you can almost bank it as a promise. And so we want to really ask the Lord to deepen his word in us. Let us hear and then grasp the Proverbs 
that will apply to our lives right now as we see it. And then reread Proverbs a couple of times a year, really and truly, because it's so massive, you kind of have to keep reading it to get, you know, uh, to catch a lot of them and let them speak to your life. Let them be the probability that you stake the promises of God on (laughs) Uh, because uh, wisdom says here in 32, now therefore hear me, O ye children, for they who hear me are blessed and they who hear me are blessed if they keep my ways. Jesus Christ said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And if you keep my commandments, you make your way sure you are bound to end up in eternal life and in the rest and peace that only God provides through the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. And then um, she further says, hear instruction and be wise. Do not refuse it. Open your mind. Be wise. Hear the instruction. Blessed is the man that hears me. Me is still wisdom talking, right? Watching daily at my gates, waiting at the post of my doors. Now that is, that's pure uh, poetic uh, imagery. Waiting at the post of my doors. It is as if wisdom now is a house or a building or something that you have to open to get into, right? Um, and and it is. Jesus Christ is the door. And if any man enter, he has eternal life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And if wisdom was from the beginning, if the words were formed by wisdom, we know that wisdom is a characteristic of God himself. And so when he speaks back to us, he's speaking his knowledge, his understanding, it is wisdom. For whoever finds me, find me again is wisdom, finds life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. I wouldn't say that's a probability. <laughs> I say that's a promise, right? It's beautiful. Yep. Yeah. I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Riches and honor yeah. are with me, yea, durable riches and righteousness. It's, it's lovely. It just sounds like the Holy Father, Jesus, who was clothed in flesh and came down dwelling. He was wisdom. Living mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely. And Tony was one of 15 students who went for the vetting. They picked only five. Ah, I was part of them. (laughs) This can only be God. Glory to God. You were, oh, Tony, what a testimony. Tony Tony has, has a word for the world and the Lord will see to it. May you be just so at peace and and um at ease may god just pour into you right and may you deliver it 
with the anointing of God so that those who hear definitely will be changed. It's a lovely thing. It's wonderful. We do congratulate you. Praise the Lord. You got it. The power of the Holy Spirit is under you, Tony, and he will take you really and truly. That is so lovely. And Gabs, you you are, you are saying it sounds like the words of Jesus Christ. I know the Bible proves itself out. So when you read one of these, uh, uh, you know, one book of the Bible, you're apt to be reading really the truths that are expressed throughout. And, and generally, we can cross-reference them. Absolutely. This is the word of God. And this word is not just for Solomon's son. It is for every believer who comes to know him. When we read, we uncover, we discover who God is. And as Pastor Thomas says in his book, when we pray, God reveals himself to us. And we really do know more and more and more. And it gets deeper and deeper and deeper, yes, into us. And so this is... First Corinthians, mm -hmm. First Corinthians, the first chapter and the 30th verse, it says, But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness wisdom. and sanctification and redemption. That oh. is amazing. It speaks to us from this book, chapter uh, 8 of Proverbs. That's right. Amen. And it ain't really chapter eight, but the whole from, from oh. chapter one to now, we have heard the re repetition of wisdom. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Get understanding, right? Um, and, and, and so it's been repeated over and over again. And for emphasis, that's how God does it. If, he, if he's really... If he really wants you to get a thing, he keeps saying it over and over. And he wants to get the whole word. So it is repeated. And the more you hear it, right, the more you're apt to remember it. And therefore, you activate it. Activate it in your daily life. That's right. Practice. The more you hear it, the more you remember it. And it, 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 it becomes easier in situations. The thought of that wisdom will come to you in the midst of a, a circumstance or a situation. Mm -hmm. and it yes, it will. And play it out and live it out. Thank you, Lord. So the, the ministry of the Holy Spirit to all of God's children is to bring us into the remembrance of his word and to convict us when we don't remember it, when we are in sin, and to reprove the world of sin. So by, by that same wisdom, we are, we are led to remember, and by the same wisdom, the Holy Spirit, we are empowered to apply it to our lives, to act it out, to live it out, just as Gabs has said. And Tony says, and I thank God for association I have with you, God's people. Please, I am begging all of you not to abandon me in times of my stubborn actions. Oh, we don't know you to be stubborn. 
<laughs> Tony and me and all of us, you know. <laughs> you know, the, the blessing is that uh, that God does not abandon us. And so uh, as as um, as we fellowship together, how could we how could we possibly, right? We can't. We are always we're always thinking about and, and uh, praying for our our fellow you're my brother you know well you're probably like my little son but um we are we are we are both in the family of god which makes us related in the blood of jesus christ united in the spirit of jesus christ we are never to abandon one another we couldn't do that may the lord god keep us there Father, we thank you for the reading of Proverbs 8. We thank you, Lord, for the book of Proverbs and for your whole word. God, we are so grateful that these uh, books of the Bible, the content connects and connects and connects and, and brings us right on through the history and the years of the populated earth, those things that have befallen men and the law that you've given man. And then you came along and because we could not do it, glory to your name, you fulfilled it all. You gave the law. The law is your justice, your judgment. It is also your mercy and your love. But because we could not get it, because we couldn't do it, you came then in the form of a body, of flesh like unto ourselves to pay and to fulfill the fullness of that law. The requirement was death for sin. And you, God, came yourself. You didn't leave your throne. See, that's hard for folks to understand that you're powerful enough to be everywhere at the same time. You prepared a body and you put your spirit in that body and that body lived the perfection of the law and then paid the price by taking our sins upon him and then you conquered death by coming up out of the grave and delivered men from the fear of death by which we were held in bondage by the enemy of our souls you are wonderful father and i ask that you would just plant this word in us, your whole word, all of it, plant it. But we're in the Proverbs now. Put it in, God. Just, you know, dig the dig up the soil, like turn the soil of our hardened hearts, of our un, uh, unopened minds, you know, and plant your seed there. And then, Father, watch over it so that it is not choked by thorns or thistles, by our own fleshly minds. It is not stolen away by the enemy. God, I pray in the name of Jesus, not just for us, but for our children. Lord God, for our family members, for our siblings, if we have them. Keep us, Lord. Keep us. You promise to do it if we come to you. And we thank you for it in the name of Jesus Christ. And for these things we say, amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory. Now, guys. It is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to his foot of his garment. 
As you can see, my voice is fast fading because for some reason uh, I I keep like getting weaker and weaker. And as you know, mother, my mother used to do that. Mother said she couldn't sing because she would get so hoarse. I think mine is fatigue and allergies. I'm not quite sure, but it sure gets hard to talk. And yet the Lord gets us through every time. So I will bid you all a very hearty Good night, good morning, good evening, wherever you are in the world at this time. And I thank you one more time for joining us this evening in the live studio for the reading of Proverbs chapter 8. I also want to uh, uh, call to your remembrance that we are meeting twice daily, 9 a.m. in the morning and 8.30 at night every day except Sunday which we only meet once at two o'clock. And again, Wednesday night, we will read Proverbs at six because we will have Pastor Thomas at eight. And let me tell you, if you haven't heard Pastor Thomas, you can forego reading of the Proverbs and just wait for him. It's a worthy uh, <laughs> meeting. We have fun with Pastor. He's willing to hear every question. He responds to every comment. He is a delightful person, and he has authored a great study series, volume, 10-volume series entitled, In All Thy Getting, Get Understanding. We, we are so blessed to have him. Please join us on any night. And remember, this is Rehoboth Institute of the Arts. Our live podcast is WOW! What a show, because we are, you know, we're showing you Jesus. This is our production. It's all about God and, and all the things that he's done, Jesus Christ, and the glory that God has provided for us so that we can know him and the fellowship that we have one with another. So join us anytime you like. We love to have you. Send us Oh, thank you all, too, for all the likes that you do. You know what I mean? Put those. I love to watch those hearts fly. See, I can't do it from where I sit. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's so delightful to see them just fly up the screen. It is wonderful. I am so grateful that you're here. And thank you, Ms. Benona Gabrielle, for reading with me tonight. And like I said, let this music, I know once we eat at the table, once we dine with Father, what's to do but celebrate? So the music I pray makes you smile. Goodbye, good night. Have a really good night. God willing, please come again. We will see you next time. Thank you, my dear Donnie, for coming. Lovely, lovely. Oh, yeah. Bring a young person who maybe has never heard the Proverbs before. Or when we read, bring our, our youth in or someone that you know who has not accepted Christ or doesn't, you know, kind of believe in the Bible or never read the Bible. Bring them. I think it will be a blessing. I really do. And we're trusting the Lord to change minds and hearts every day, all day. God bless. Talk to you next time.